Hey, it's your friendly audio engineer, Zwick, just letting you know that the audio quality isn't as good as uh, as I would want it to be. Asterios went to Florida and left his H4N at home, so he used his laptop mic, and Sriracha used a blue Yeti, which is fine. Not the most optimal choice, but I guess it works. And without further ado, let's start the show. Who are you guys cosplaying as for BronyCon? I'm cosplaying as a 50-year-old white guy ranting in his truck because the world isn't as simple as I need it to be. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus Christ. So I get on Facebook and I see that these New York latte liberals are putting honey in their coffee. I don't what honey? What now? What happened to the good old days? Now, when I was a kid, maybe I'm just Southern. When I was a kid, you put creamer and sugar in your coffee, and that's it. And now they're putting honey in it? And these are the people that are voting for our government? Honey's just a different kind of sugar. (laughs) It's just drippier sugar, goddammit. And don't even get me started. So I went to Starbucks the other day. Now, you normally you wouldn't catch me dead in a Starbucks, but I had to take a shit and I was downtown. <laughs> so I get in this Starbucks and I ask, do you have any sugar for my coffee? And she says, we have Sugar Splenda, which I could go on a big old rant about this Splenda, and Agave. And I said, excuse me? And she said, Agave, it's from a plant. And I'm thinking, they're in our businesses now. These liberals, they want to bring their Mexican values into (coughs) our car. And to me... Maybe I'm just from the South and I'm old-fashioned, you know me. If I don't wake up and want to have diarrhea almost immediately after drinking my coffee, then that's not my America. (laughs) Anything that improves my health in any way is not my America. (laughs) They call it Splenda. It's got duh right in the name. Hey, I got a duh moment for you. How about you give me duh coffee and get out of my face? Damn it, I almost had it. I got ah, a duh I need another duh. Wait, what do you got? You got something? I got a duh moment for you. Liberals. Oh my god. <laughs> now maybe I'm just from the south. But if you're not injecting, literally injecting your kids with Coca-Cola before they go to school, you're not a good parent. (laughs) All right, I'm done now. (laughs) 
Welcome, everybody, to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. It's the show where two weird comedians discuss incredibly normy topics. I'm your host, Asterios Code, and with me, as always, is Sarantia. Hello, look at all the cherries I got in my hair today. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that what those are? Yeah, look, you can't see? I, I didn't know what they were. I didn't... Is this the thing that Zoomers are doing now, or is this just a Sarantia thing? Oh, no, no, no. Look with the hair cherries. Oh, Lily Lightcomb put cherry hairs, or hairy cherries, in her hair, and so now I put hairy cherries in my hair. Also, Lily Lightcomb put cherries, berries in her hair? She put cherries, berries in her hair. (laughs) In her hair with a coupon code, Lily10. Yeah, Get 10% off. Mom's love. Where do you think Sherry's Berries come from? Everything's from China. Wait, Sarantia, let's do a Sherry's Berries commercial right now as if we were paid to do it. Okay, do you want to start us off? Yeah, okay. Um, Is there somebody in your office that you hate but their mom died so you need to pretend that you like them for a couple days? Get them an edible. Oh, shit, no, that's edible arrangement. Get them a same bullshit. Get them an edible bear, berry arrangement. It's a it's a basically a decoration that will smell bad in two days. This is Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, cherries, berries is the you know, powers this podcast. You, you, you are, is your wife mad at you because uh, you did something terrible to her? I think we all know what I'm talking about. Me, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Did you do something horrible? But I don't know, you're kind of like, you kind of talk like a fun dude, and so nobody cares anymore. Get her shares berries, bro. Oh, good. open up a can of berries on your wife, and that's the only can you should open. Let me tell you what happened to me yesterday. Oh, my God, I was, I was enraged yesterday. Okay. Let me tell you what, let me tell you about my day yesterday. So I wake up, I wake up, and it's a beautiful day, and I could already tell that it's going to be a beautiful day. The sun is shining, the birds are singing in my window, I, like, I, you just wait, I did a good stretch, and the birds came in, and they had my robe, and they gave it to me, and then as I'm showering, they're singing, it's, they're sitting in the window, and they're singing a beautiful song, it's a good day, I wake up, I feel like it's gonna be a good day, I get my coffee, I'm, things are going right for me, lunchtime rolls around, I decide I'm gonna go to McDonald's and get a Diet Coke. Decide I'm gonna treat myself to a Diet Coke. And I get in the car, I go through the drive-thru, and the drive-thru is backed up, as is tradition, with fucking McDonald's, because the restaurant is run by teenagers. <laughs> I'm sitting in line, I'm sitting at the window, and what do I hear? A stereos. But, me. There's some stupid fucking boomer sat behind me in the car and laid on his horn for about 45 seconds. And I just want to know why. Why do old people do this? Why are they like this? What do you think? Even in any universe, what would that accomplish? What, you think I'm just sitting there? You think I'm just sitting on my, like, that's how I want to spend my uh, Thursday afternoon is just sitting in my car waiting in a McDonald's drive-thru. So it's 100 degrees in my vehicle because my air conditioning doesn't work. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm choosing to sit here in the drive-thru. I'm waiting for my Diet Coke, you stupid waste of life and space and economy why do they do this so i'm sitting in my car and i and i'm i'm gripping the wheel and i stop 
and the guy is at the window about to hand me the soda and I turn around and I look him in his eyes and I'm sitting there. It was like a power move. I'm sitting there and I'm looking at him in his eyes and of course he's about 80 goddamn years old. Why do you do this? The one fucking time that boomers, it's actually okay to be playing goddamn Candy Crush and driving. You decided that now is the time you want to become Danica Patrick and the road, you've laser focus in on the road. And I look him in his eyes, and he does this. And, and for those okay, of you, you that... Descri- well, you, th- I'm just going to remind you, this is an audio podcast, so you're going to have to tell people what you just did physically. I, uh, help me describe this. I'm too enraged. What is, okay. what is this? Like, he the throws his boomer, hands up. The old boomer kind of did the shrug emoji, as if to say, like, well, I don't know. I, 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 this isn't my fault that I'm an asshole and honking the horn at you. I'm like, literally the boomer is raising his hands as if he's washing his hands of responsibility, much like a surgeon would glove up before uh, getting in there uh, to operate on a gunshot wound. This boomer is like raising his hands up, palms facing his face as if to say, no, it was, it was a little more aggressive than that. Like he was putting his hands up like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like the thing I am seeing in front of me is so outlandish that I don't have the words. I have to use my hands to express how how upset I am at, at this. Like he's uh, on, on a goddamn Shakespearean play holding up the skull of Yorick because what he's seeing is so far out of the realm of possibilities that he does not, he simply does not have the words to describe what is going on. And I look at him and I, that was the closest I think I have ever been of getting out of my car and fighting someone. I was so mad, Asterius. I was so mad. Why? 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 Why would you ever do that? Okay. Well, in a drive-through. Hey, I mean, look. Obviously, first of all, I agree with you. Your horns are for emergencies, not McNug emergencies. <laughs> like, granted. However, seeing as there's nobody on this podcast to stand up for boomers. I'm going to back up my boomer brother here and say you were probably Snapchatting and doing the hundred, hundred, hundred emoji. Like, you were probably putting filters on your face that gave you puppy ears. Or you were swiping right or swiping left. You were probably on Discord or doing the, putting the gifts in the Discord. I don't use Slack. I use Discord. It's like Slack, but with more racism. Like, you goddamn zoomers hey how about you pay a little bit less attention to the black mirror in front of you and a little more attention to the rear view mirror in front of you You, go get your diet coke and get out of here you think this boomer has long to live every moment of his life is precious these are the same guys that defeated hitler in world war ii if they want to lay on their horn a little bit so they can get their mcnuggets five seconds faster i say let them slash s and the the satire is over i i don't believe the stuff i just said i i just wanted to say it i'm voting to defund social security this is bullshit i hate you guys so much i hate you 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 all i hate there's there are no good boomers all of them are bad none of them are good okay no that's true i mean there are no good boomers at all there's also no good members of generation x and i can't think of any good millennials you know what what no i'm sorry go ahead Do you think there's going to be any good centennials? All right. Here's a list of good people that I have so far. 
Zendaya. I think that might be it. I like Jojo Siwa. I think she's the only good centennial. <laughs> Who's Jojo Siwa? Jojo Siwa is a fucking Wait, weirdo. is that the girl from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure? No. The one who's like, oh, I'm running around to Yes's Roundabout. I'm having a bizarre adventure. Me, Jojo. Whoa. Are you looking for regular adventures? You're not going to find them here. The only adventures we have in stock are bizarre adventures. Me, Jojo, from the bizarre adventures of Jojo. I don't like JoJo's, because I've tried so hard to like JoJo's, but that, yeah, that's another topic. No, JoJo Siwa is the weirdo from Dance Moms who, she's YouTube, she has parlayed her career more effectively than people that are two times her age. She was on Dance Moms, that reality TV show, and she managed to somehow, uh, Go from that to having a million, like five million subscribers on YouTube where she makes slimes and just like films herself going shopping and crap. And she also has her own line of like hair bows that she sells. And she also is in the new Angry Birds movie. She's very prolific. And she's also, I think, 10. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to go back a little bit. I, I, I... I did understand most of what you said. Okay. Uh, branded hair bows, sure. Voice in Angry Birds, too. Oh, okay, you know, you're, hopefully there'll be a fun scene where she interacts with the, the Judge Bird, played by Keegan-Michael Key, or the, the pig, played by Bill Hader. Makes her own slimes? Oh, yeah, no, I should probably explain that. So, um, kids really fucking like slimes for some reason. A slime. Okay, do you know what a slime is? <laughs> I have several jokes about what it could be. Okay, well, no, keep in mind we're talking about it... a 10-year-old. <laughs> hey, you took it too far. Again, I make nice, gentle allusions to things. You're the one who takes it into reality. All right, tell me about the slimes. So a slime, as far as I understand, I don't know what it is, but do you remember in the 90s, you could go and you could buy like a jar of, it was called fart putty or something like you stuck silly your fingers putty? what no silly not silly putty? putty not silly putty it was in a jar and it, it was like you stuck your fingers in it real fast it would make a fart noise it was a it's a gel type of substance and i believe oh. it is made out of cornstarch and flour and shit and then it's fun because you could like pull it apart and play with it and okay. dude kids are Kids, they go fucking ballistic over slimes. They can't get enough of them. They watch people. They sit down. You need to explore this section of YouTube because we have to make a slime channel. It'll be a gold mine. Yes, Boomer? Okay, uh, just real quick. There's a couple of references I like to make that would make the boomers in our audience happy. Oh, I'm sorry. Something more important than this podcast people are paying $15 to watch? Go ahead. Continue. Oh, oh no. Please, take your phone call. Oh, who could... Is there someone more important to you than the audience that's paying our rent right now, Sriracha? It's a robocall. <laughs> no, that was Pick my bad. Actually, yeah. wait. I want to fuck with them. I want to fuck with them. There, I, I, I rejected it. I rejected it. <laughs> Okay, just real quick before we continue, because you're actually onto something great. We should make our own slime channel with our own slime recipe. But, and let's continue talking about that in a second. But I would be remiss if I didn't kind of tickle some of our boomer audience's member berries with a couple of phrases. Uh, uh, Slime, phloem, 
Gak. Okay, please continue. Oh, I, I was hoping you would go longer so I could do the notion where I hang myself, kind of like a joke for... You're, you're, a, you're a millennial. You should be able to hang yourself within seconds. I don't know why you need 30 seconds to make a noose. Okay, now she's pretending to hang herself. <laughs> Okay, I can't swing it back and Dude, forth. I knew a guy in high school that could do that really well. I have no uh, he's probably dead now, but Your generation sure is fucked up. You yep. sure do like your suicide. You know what the difference between Gen Xers and Millennials is? I was thinking about this the other day that I kinda like. Is Gen Xers have this thing where they hate people that they perceive that have sold out? Which is, like, not yes. really a concept for millennials. Millennials are like, fuck yeah. You take that McDonald's subscription ninja awesome. I was thinking about this just yesterday. Like, I remember one time I was hanging out with some other, like, I'm, I'm like, between Gen X and millennial. Like, I'm a Gen x we're called. Yeah. We're, like, the five-year gap. I remember one time I was at the museum with a bunch of Gen Xers and they kept talking about like selling out, selling out, selling out. And then I remembered how excited I was when Justin Wang got that Kraken rum promotion deal. Yes. And I was like, yeah, Justin Wang, go for it. Good. Get that money. Get that money, Justin Wang. And then I thought to myself, wow, selling out is over. Like, that's not... That's not even in, like, the lexicon for millennials because everyone was excited about his crack and rum promotional deal. You, like, texted me and you were like, Justin Wang got a crack and rum promotional deal. That's amazing. We talked about how much we enjoyed crack and rum. Um, you know why I think that is? I have a theory. I think it's because of YouTube. Uh, of YouTube and social media because it's fun to sit and be like, oh, my favorite musician fucking sold out. Fuck that guy. But then when you can sell out yourself, it's like yes. awesome. So now kids, like, did you see that poll? It, it was, they polled kids in China, Britain, and America. They were like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And the number one answer was YouTube vlogger. For, yes. for Britain I, and America. For China, it was astronaut, but I assume that's because there's no YouTube in China. <laughs> yeah, it's probably behind the Great Firewall. Yeah, I heard like a, I heard that there was this like a group of online idiots who were like trying to turn that poll against black people. They were like, today's black youths want to be YouTubers and not astronauts. And it's like, hey, idiots, all of today's youths want to be YouTubers and not astronauts. Have you ever seen an astronaut? They're huge fucking nerds. I could give an astronaut a wedgie. And I will give an astronaut a wedgie. Oh my god, I would love... They wear diapers. They're up there in space, pooping their diapers. We're going to water plants and see how plants grow in space. Why don't you water my asshole, astronauts? The word ass is even in their name. And yeah, you know, I've never seen a black person get hit by a car while doing a Fortnite dance in the middle of a highway. Yeah, exactly. I have seen that happen to a white kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, it happens to me almost every time we walk around the city. Sriracha and I are both into Poker Man Go. Um, have you ever noticed that we have a thing we do where we only get into something way later than we should? For example, The Big Bang Theory or Mom, Poker Man Go. Okay, well, we first, probably will get into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure like five months from now. 
Yeah, probably as soon as the series ends. I mean, Mom's still going, so could you say that we're late on that? I don't think you can. <laughs> well, okay, I don't think you say we're late on CBS's Mom because I don't think CBS's Mom was ever on time. I think it's just like this weird show that boomers watch because they're like, oh, hey, check it out. Actors in their 50s and 60s. I'm I in my this- 50s. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, CBS's mom is essentially like the retirement home for sitcom actors. So, like, Rain Wilson, who's 55, plays mom's uh, therapist. And Steven Weber, who was on the 90s sitcom Wings, plays mom's daughter's boyfriend. Um, William Fickner, who played the, the teacher in, I think there was a movie in the 80s called, like, The Substitute. And it was, a, it was about, like, a murderous substitute teacher. I be, don't quote me, but I believe that was played by William Fickner. But don't quote me on that. He's the guy, he's mom's uh, husband. Oh, the guy in the wheelchair? Well, you'll, you'll notice that I just said mom's husband. I did not define him by his different ability. Well, it's a good thing that you use the phrase, the name mom for the character, not her name, because it's not like 33% of the cast has children. The, the sitcom's called mom. I'm going to call her mom. She's not She's even the, the main mom character. Mom. What? She's not even the main character. Who's winning the every Who's winning the Emmys every year? Uh, Star Lord's ex wife or Mom? Star Lord's ex wife. <laughs> yeah, I also forget that character. I, that I think it's name. Anna Faris. I've just Anna been called Fa- her Anna Faris. Okay, Anna Faris, aka Star Lord's. Who are you? Every time I watch Mom, I'm like, God damn, Anna Faris looks hot, and Siraj is like, she does not look hot, and I'm like. What do you want out of women? If you can't find, like, a 90-pound hot blonde woman with C-cups attractive, like, what the hell are you looking for in a woman? I don't think Anna Faris has ever been conventionally attractive. She's like, even the when she was, in the like, house, bunny! Yeah, but she always has looked much older than she actually is. Like, even when she was in her 20s, she looked like she was, like, 40. I completely disagree. She has a baby face. That's Whoa. why they call her Baby Face Ferris. Well, you're entitled to your rug opinion. <laughs> okay. Who would you fuck on CBS's Bob, then, if we're going to talk about um, this? You know who I would fuck? The guy who played... Who, do you remember the, the arc where Anna was going to law school and she started banging that guy that was in his 20s? Oh my god, that goddamn nerd? Yeah, I'm into that guy. Okay, the person she's describing... Is like uh, he looks like he's got a rat face. He's got like a scraggly beard, ve- like long shoulder length, like like Kurt Cobain gone to see. Yeah. Imagine if you imagine if you took Kurt Cobain and then put him in a, the fly chamber from the Jeff Goldblum film The Fly with uh, a piece of silly putty. That's the guy you'd get. Slimy, like wet, and guy? gross. That's my type. <laughs> okay. Let's move. Let's definitely move on from CBS's <laughs> mom. I want to open our own slimery. We could call it. Oh, I thought of this as a name for our comedy team. What about Ranch Stereos? What if we don't name our comedy team and we also just don't tell anyone that we know IRL that we have a comedy team? <laughs> oh, Ranch Stereos is slimery. We could call it. Come to Ranch Stereos is slimery. We've got slimes of different colors, different textures, but we put glitter in some slimes. Some slimes have uh, 
has sprinkles in them. Dude, all different kind of slimes that were like- ranch. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean, I was just going to keep repeating myself, so please please go ahead. I just, I feel like that name will make the kids eat the slimes. <laughs> We're going to get a lawsuit when a kid fucking gets owned. But <laughs> Is this slime not edible? I thought you said it was made of cornstarch. No, you can't eat it. It's cornstarch and, like, glue and shit. Well, okay, what about non-toxic glue? Hmm? Huh? Hmm? Baby. Look, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying you should eat the slime. I'm just saying, wait, what if we made the world's first edible slime? Oh, dude, that'd be great. We'd make a million fucking dollars. I'm not even shitting you. Like, I know this is, I know everything that I say sounds insincere, but we would actually make a billion dollars. <laughs> okay. Some slimes are edible. Traditionally, slime is made out of oatmeal. One time I made a commercial where a bunch of people had to be covered in slime. And we just made a bunch of it in the kitchen. It's got all these pots with oatmeal and we got... Green food coloring, and it was like, you could eat it. You wouldn't want to. In fact, you'd be crazy to. But you could eat it. I mean, the slime... There's more edible slimes than you think, Sriracha. The slime that they like, it has to be a very specific texture. Because they like when you pull it, and then you squirrel it on top of each other, and then you stick your fingers in it. It makes these, like... It's almost like ASMR for children. Okay. Okay. We gotta look into this. Yeah, we do. I want my... Wait, just real quick. Are there anything else that kids are into? Wait! Why are kids upset at Pokemon now? I'm seeing all these memes on Reddit about, like, Pokemon's bad. The new Pokemans are bad. Is there, like, a season pass or DLC component to the new Pokemans that I don't know? Is the is the is it only available on the Riot store? Did the new Pokemans promise a canvas bag, but now they're only delivering a plastic bag? <laughs> um, as far as I know, there are two main gripes with the new Pokemon game. And the po- okay. we are, of course, referring to Pokemans Sword and Pokemon Shield. Yes. And the problem is that they don't let you port your Pokemon from older games, which I, I don't care about. I've literally never in my life ported a Pokemon. Yes, me neither. So I don't see what the big fucking deal. I, I, I don't know, and I know I'm not the like hardcorest of Pokemon fan, but I can't imagine why that would be a problem. And then they're mad because... So the Legendaries, one of the Legendaries has a sh- sword in its mouth, and it's yes. not part of its body and I've people don't like that cubone's bone isn't part of cubone cubone's just using simple tools like our ape ancestors did so the dog found a sword what's the big problem if anything that's cool it's like taste for the sword dog but like is it I notice don't... i'm spelling dog d-a-w-g i'm calling that dog my dog is it there... i'm gonna make gang signs now oh my arthritis Oh, I'm trying to twist my fingers into the west side. I can only do this for a second. West side. Oh, my hands. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's like two gnarled, withered claws. How's your hands? Oh, it hurts so much. I got to put some Ben Gay on my hands. You should stop doing that. But I I have to represent the west side. You're going to get fucking shot. (laughs) In Orlando, Florida? Yes. Oh, right, I'm on the east side. Yes, you oh, are. No. Okay. Here's what I heard about the porting. Because I talked to Monkey Jones about this. Oh, you did? Okay. Monkey Jones, well, a long time ago, before Sword and Shield. Monkey Jones told me 
that it is impossible to get all Pokemon on a single device. It is impossible to have a complete Pokédex. Like the ones, like the only Pokemon game I ever played were Red. I didn't play Blue. I this is like I don't have one hundred and twenty dollars. My parents bought Red. We all played Red. That was it. And then when the next one came out, I don't know, Sun and Moon or something, I was just like, I didn't even finish catching all 151 in the first one. I felt like I was suddenly being given more homework. And I'm like, I'm not catching another 151 Pokemon. And then it kept coming out. And it's kind of like, I felt like my inbox just piling up with Pokemon. And now there's like a thousand Pokemon. And it's like, I still don't have Mewtwo, let alone Missing Go. So fuck it. Um, but I heard that like, if you had every device and every patch cable, you could still not get all your Pokemons onto one thing. Have you heard anything about this? Is this true? Is this false? You actually are a Pokemon woman. No, I don't know anything about that. And I'm not a Pokemon woman. I've not played a Pokemon game in probably a decade. <laughs> you like the Pokemon. You're the one who got us into Pokemon Go. Okay, but Pokemon Go is not a real Pokemon game. Why not? Because it's not, it has none of the statistics and team management aspects of a standard Pokemon game. It's got statistics. They have IVs or independent values. That's, uh, a new update to Pokemon Go did a thing where you can actually see their specific IVs. Also, you can transfer Pokemon from Pokemon Go into Pokemon Let's Go, Eevee, or Let's Go Port Pikachu. Pokemon Let's Go Fat Fuck is my favorite game. Hey, yeah, let's go get out of your couch, you fat fuck. And I can't wait for Pokemon Sleep. It's the only thing I can think. For people who don't know, they're working on a new game called Pokemon Sleep, which is you put on a little device and go to sleep, and it rewards you for going to sleep, because in your sleep, you catch Pokemon and level up Pokemon. So... Pokemon Go and Pokemon Sleep are essentially trying to undo all the damage 30 years of video games have done. They're trying to be like, please go outside. Please go to sleep. Doctor. Please. Doctor. Doctor. How's Billy doing? Is he going to come out of this coma? Well, I have good news. He's going to be very good at Pokemon Sleep. You motherfuckers made fun of me with my nap dates! We're gonna destroy you and Pokemon Sleep! <laughs> What's Pokemon Cuddle? <laughs> you motherfuckers didn't listen! <laughs> we'll be right back after this with more of the loudest podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the Loudest Podcast. I'm your host, Asterios Kovinov. So, we have a couple of comments from last week's episode, which was the Saranches birthday episode. Oh, okay. Uh, I have them right here. Uh, one user says, uh, best episode yet, put Saranche in charge every week. <laughs> yep. Uh, another, another user says, Saranches should always be in charge of the show. Yep. Uh, we have a third user here who says, Sarancha really makes the show. She's the funniest on the show. Aw, thanks, guys. Thank you. Give me your money. <laughs> Give it to me. I will use it for probably Brody souvenirs. <laughs> Man, I feel, I feel good. I feel good. I feel I'm great. Can own, can own I get, I'm sorry, who's owning me? 
I'm getting owned. You're not getting owned. I'm getting owned. <laughs> oh, I thought you said you were getting owned. Yeah, you know what? Let's go into it. You want to go into a Sarantia topic? There's something that's been weighing heavy on my mind. <laughs> well, as terrified as I am of the phrase Sarantia topic, the audience does seem to want more Sarantia. All right. What do you got? Yo, Mina Sirius went to see the worst comedy show I think ever the other week. Oh, God. Have we not I talked about it in this show yet? I didn't want to talk about this. Oh, you did? I'm sorry. I didn't remember that. Okay. Uh, all right. So I'm going to push push forward. I'm going to chug and chug. Plug and chug. I'm going to plug and chug here. Okay. So Mina Sirius went to this comedy show it was advertised as 420 friendly and i'm like how would you do that because marijuana is illegal in the state of new york that doesn't make any sense that you'd be advertising it turns out it's because it's in the place where no police go (laughs) yes that's right now i've been told i have been told that i am not supposed to describe this show as strippers doing comedy because that is misogynistic so let me be clear The fact that they were strippers was not what made it bad. (laughs) The fact that everyone was high and was just saying words into a microphone is what made it bad. But it was directly across the road from pubs. Yes. So, I get an email... Uh, I'm on, like, all these, like, email lists where it's, like, free and cheap stuff to do in New York. And, um... And there's a show, and it's it's called, like, Mrs. Weed Gorium's Comedy Emporium. 420 Friendly Comedy, and it's a picture of a woman literally in front of a curtain. Like, like instead of, like, a traditional red theater curtain, it's a black curtain covered in pot leaves. And here's what <laughs> I say to myself. Sriracha is going to love this. She loves smoking pot, and she loves comedy, just period. Because if the comedy's funny, then Sriracha has a good time. If the comedy's not funny, Sarantia has a great time. Sarantia loves this thing that the goddamn Zoomers love called cringe. For some reason, they like their entertainment to make them feel bad. I I don't know why. Sarantia, why do you guys like cringe-tainment? Because being in pain is the only way that we feel alive. (laughs) Next question. Got it. Understood, understood. That explains a lot. Understood. Yeah, so we get in there. The show's supposed to be free. And there's a woman who weighs like 80 pounds. And she goes... <laughs> what? What is that? What's that uh, laugh for? 80 pounds. Yeah, okay. The African-American woman? Oh, her. I thought you were talking about the white girl with the curly hair. I was say she's she was clocking in at about one fifty. Well, I'm glad that we've. I'm glad that you found a way to just kind of find the warp zone to fat shaming. I'm glad you found a way to like just immediate way to way to find the warp whistle on the first board there, Super Sarancio Brothers. Chris Chan looks like a garb a garbage bag full of water. Asterios Kokonos literally two weeks ago. <laughs> That's different. That What's guy's that racist. It's oh, okay to fat okay. shame racist. It's okay to fat shame racist. You heard it first. Liberal hypocrisy. Ex-exposed. Ex-exposed? Welcome back to Louder with Crowder. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, so she goes, it's uh, $5. Uh, it's $5 for two. No, no, no. $10 for two. Because... 
I'm the only one there wearing pants and a button-up shirt, so she can tell that I have a little bit of money. Everyone else there is just wearing cargo shorts or cargo jorts. And where is this comedy show, by the way? Directly underneath a smokestack. It is held in a building that is either a former or a future metalsmithing, metalsmithery across the street from a strip club. Yeah, and I could tell that uh, comedy is not most of the be- most of these girls' first job, if you know what I mean. <laughs> we get there, and we're sitting there, and we all, seriously, it would have been fine if we didn't stick around for the last one. The last one was the worst. Why did you make us, Sirius makes us move closer in the middle of this girl's set. And she is, this last girl, she was Russian. And she just, she seemed to not understand the difference between uncomfortable laughter and genuine laughter. She gets up there and she's like, you know what? I really hate the Jews. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. It's like, you ever get on a roller coaster and you click the bar down and then you hear the ride go like, like it's too late to get out and you can't do anything about what's going to happen, but you know that you're about to go on a ride. That's exactly what I felt like well, as soon as I heard that girl's set start. I'm like, Da-da-da. all right, here we go. Locked in. Can't leave now. She starts talking about how the, <laughs> how the people of the book, the uh, one of the three... The chosen people, uh, one of the three tribes of the Abrahamic faith, she starts talking about how they control, like, the real estate market and the media. And that's bad enough. But she's not even doing it because it's like a lot of people on the internet now, like, they'll, they'll say their anti-Semitic stuff and then they'll put a joke at the end to be just like, I'm being satirical. Unless you're also anti-Semitic, in which case, I'm being serious. But to someone from the outside, I'm just being satirical, bro. I'm an edgelord, bro. She just gets up on stage. The first thing she says is she's like, I know what you're thinking. Why is there a Russian woman on stage, but there's no pole here? I laughed. Uh, but I laughed. I laughed at that, too. And that, but that also immediately told me that, yes, she is a stripper. Like... If your opening joke has to be like, I know I look like a stripper, but I'm not. It's like, I didn't even consider that you might be a stripper until you just told me that you directly were. It's kind of like yes. when comedians. It's kind of like when comedians open up their set and they're like, I I know what you're all thinking. Did Fred Flintstone and Mr. Magoo have a baby? It's like, oh, now that he's joked about it, we can move on. And it's like. None of us were thinking that, lady, and now it's all we can think about. And then she immediately pivoted to, into anti-Semitic stuff. <laughs> and then when none of it worked, she's like, oh, I guess some of you are Jewish. It's like... What? I, I, the only thing I remember was looking over at you at some point. I forget if that was during the Jew shit or the rape shit. <laughs> By the way, there was a lot of rape shit. Yeah. And I see you doing this. Okay, can you please describe what Just, you're doing? Again, we're on an audio podcast! Like like the boomer in the car behind me, you were so perplexed and confused at what was going on in front of you that you you did not have the words to describe. Like, you were just sitting there squinting at this woman with your hand up. Like, what are you... Like, you were holding an ashtray. Like, okay. what are you talking about? Again, here's a very common thing in stand-up comedy. You say something offensive, and then you justify it. Like, 
Louis C.K. has this whole bit about child child molestation. And he opens with, like, a shocking opinion on child molestation and then kind of works backwards to an interesting and, like, arguably brilliant comedic uh, twist and premise. This lady just, like, talks about rape, but there's no punchline or joke or twist. (laughs) And then she goes, I guess some of you here were raped. I'm going to start using that for all of my jokes. So, like, if nobody laughs at the car story and be like, oh, I can tell some of you are car horns. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It's like, it's not a goddamn... Oh, my goodness. So, the reason I want to go to this show is because I'm like, I bet it'll be bad and Sarantia will enjoy it. Oh, it was, did I ever. <laughs> I've never, I have not seen worse. I have been doing comedy since I was 12 years old. And I said to you, after while we were waiting for the Uber to pick us up, I said, I don't think I've ever been to a worse stand-up comedy show in my entire life. Remember when the host just had, just got up there and had us all guess her age and weight? Yeah, what the fuck was that? And everybody's like, 90 pounds, like, shut up! Shut up! You're high, shut up! Yeah, the, the girl's like, guess how old I am, guess how old I am. And it's like, None of us are going to say, like, 35. So we all have to start out at, like, comically low numbers. I, yeah. I shout out, like, 19, <laughs> 21. And she's like, I'm 41. And then we all have to go, what? No. What? what? Oh, and I made us get in the front row for two reasons. One... Absolutely no one was laughing at any of the comics. Because, to be fair, they were all terrible. They were all terrible. <laughs> Remember, there was, like, a guy who got up there wearing, like, flip-flops and cargo shorts and those brightly colored sunglasses that were cool ten years ago? Skeletor. I named him Skeletor because he was also a hungry, ske- hungry, hungry skeleton. <laughs> yeah, yes, definitely. Um, he looked like he was, like, a... 41-year-old man dressing like a 21-year-old man would dress 10 years ago. Like, even his attempt to de-age himself made him look old. He was just like, hey, uh, remember the Strokes in Maroon 5, brah? I can't wait to play my Wii U. And it's like, P.U., your material's terrible. He gets up there and he just starts telling us about his roommates. <laughs> like, not even funny stories about his no. roommates, just about his roommate. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I'm li- I live with, you ever live with somebody who's always late on their rent? My roommate's late on his rent. He hasn't paid his rent in a while. If my roommate were here, I would say, hey, pay the rent. Now I got to pay more of the rent because he's paying less of the rent. I don't I think sure he'll Venmo me. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I don't think he'll Venmo me for that. I had to pay his half of the rent this month. He's in between jobs. His <laughs> name is Frank. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> and what's the deal with Venmo? Did you know it was owned by PayPal? Venmo lets you use emojis. There's a ben- lot of fun emojis being used. You know, sometimes you can see that someone else paid someone else for tacos. Venmo is a Unicode system <laughs> invented by the Japanese <laughs> to insert pictures into your text messages. Isn't that funny? And then he's up there smoking a cigarette, too. Oh, it was not a cigarette. That was a jazz cigarette. No, it was not a jazz cigarette. It was a regular cigarette. Was it? Um, yes, it was. I mean, there were a lot of people that were just smoking pot on stage. 
he's smoking a cigarette on stage like Bill Hicks style. Oh, boy. And it's like, you, you have to be, you have to earn the right to smoke a cigarette on stage. Like, that's not just something you can do. You have to have like a sardonic, world-weary, beaten-down existence where like nicotine is so important to you that like you can't live without it. Like, you have to be Gen X or older to smoke a cigarette on stage. Otherwise, just smoke a fucking joint like everyone else in this goddamn audience. Yeah, you need to literally be an alcoholic if you're going to yes. smoke a cigarette. If you're going to smoke a cigarette during your not stand-up, not comedy, not set, I better see a bunch of cigarette burns on your arm from where you put out the cigarettes to, quote, feel something. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, no, so fuck that comedy show. Uh, it was strippers doing comedy. It was not good. Literally, the worst comedy show I've ever seen. I have seen, I think I told Sriracha, like, I have probably seen a thousand hours of live comedy in my life. I have done hundreds of comedy shows. Huh, I've been doing it since I was 12 years old. And now, by the way, I'm getting lapped by a 23-year-old. Everybody loves her. She's more attractive than me. She's funnier than me. She, so you know, how many people, you know how many people text me and they're like, came for a stereo, stayed for a sarancha. It's like, I get it. Thanks. Listen, we're not on an even playing field. That's You can't be too hard on yourself because nobody can jerk unless you're a woman, which there is about one of those in the audience. <laughs> you can't jerk off to a stereos. You can jerk off to me. People... You should jerk off to me. In fact, if you don't jerk off to me, isn't that kind of homophobic? That's true. That is homophobic if you don't date men. Th- thank you. Okay. So, Stereos, you need to kiss a man right now. Go find a man yeah. to kiss. Let's go on the street. The only person in the house is my dad. Well, you Who's- know what you must do. I'm not going to kiss my dad square on the lips. But sir, thou I must. <laughs> I don't care how Shakespearean you make it, Sriracha. <laughs> but thou I'm must. Do it. Thou okay. must, Asterios. We willst be righteth backeth with the lasteth segment after this static. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, put in, can you do an ad for Patreon.com slash Asterios while I get a glass of water real quick? Yeah, sure. Um. <clears throat> hey kids, you got your mom's credit card or is she mad at you because you spent too much on a Fortnite cat girl skin? Well, get back at her by donating your money to patreon.com slash serious. This episode is sponsored by patreon.com for half serious for just $2 a month. You get access to over 30 hours of bonus content. You also get access to oh for $15 oh Christory yeah that's what it is you get access to Chris sorry it's really fucking hot out here I'm feeling disturbed I don't have air conditioning fuck you get access to all of Christory and you also if you donate $15 a month you get to watch the live stream with people right now let's check out who is in the chat room it's Bloodzar. Bloodzar, how is your day going? He might respond, he might not. There's a little delay, so I'm hoping we could get a comment for you in the not chat room, in the commercial. Let's see, wait, I'm I'm waiting for Bloodzar to hear this and then respond back for the commercial because I want to get a live comment on what patreon.com slash stereos means to you. Bloodzar is the only one I'm asking for. 
Oh, Bluntar says he's good and he's studying. Well, that is not the answer I was looking for, but thank you very much. <laughs> Patreon.com slash serious. How'd the commercial go? That was really, really good. You're really going to like that one when you listen back to it. I just feel it in my bones. Oh, God. <laughs> Welcome back to the final segment of The Loudest Podcast. I want to remind our listeners that we will be on tour next weekend in Miami and Orlando. Uh, you can get tickets at, uh, if you go to twitter.com slash Asterios, it's the pinned tweet right at the top. You click the link there, you can find tickets. Or if you if you want to make it even easier for, self, for yourself, you can send me a text at 347-705-7617. Again, that's 347-705-7617. And I will send you a link to either show. It'll be great. Come see us there. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to go to Orlando. I want to go to the Budgetorium. Oh, my God. I'm so pumped. Yes, the plan is this. Oh, we are taking the train down from New York City. We're taking a 20-hour train down. Um, Yay. That would be a good time to maybe record some more five-minute podcasts or Sarant shows. Are we doing those again? I don't I mean, we were going to do them again eventually because we haven't had five-minute podcasts since Christmas. I mean, we're going to be on the train for 20 hours. And then we're taking the train to Chicago at the end of August, and that's going to be another 20 hours on the train. Yay. <laughs> hey, well, look, look, it just thought. It was just a thought I had. All right, but anyway, um, I am... Uh, oh, by the way, uh, for, for the home audience, sorry if, if this episode sounds a little bit different. I am uh, in Orlando for my grandma's 90th birthday, and it's not fun! How's it going down there? Eh, I... Uh, uh, listeners, uh, tell me if, hmm, how do I put this? Okay. So my grandma has kind of lost her mind. Mm, yeah, she got fucking owned. <laughs> yeah, okay, Serenity is like dabbing on my grandma right now. <laughs> um, my grandma has lost the, the muscle that stands between the terrible things you think about someone and the terrible things you say to their face. Oh, hell yeah. What did she say? Um, I have not seen her yet. I'm going to try to limit my contact. But uh, I remember last Christmas, I go up to her, and it's the first time I see her. I go like, Merry Christmas, Grandma. It's so great to see you. And she goes, your hair looks terrible. Why does your <laughs> hair look so bad? Why did you come to Christmas with hair that looks this bad? And... On an intellectual level, I understand my grandma is old. She's 89. She can't control the things she says. But on an emotional level, I'm like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the bathroom and try not to cry. On an emotional level, you want to suplex that bitch over the table at Bahama Breeze. (laughs) It's so difficult because my grandma, as a kid... She was so loving and generous. She would buy toys. I would talk to her every day on the phone. Every day I would call my grandma until I was like 14. But then slowly she started turning on all of us one by one. And now she hates all of us. Honestly, I would also hate the world if I was fucking old. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But it's just like she will start. It's just like. Bring up someone in the family, 
and she will immediately start doing her top, her like tight five on why they're terrible. Like you bring up my cousin and she'll be like, I sent her a a Christmas card five years ago and she never sent a thank you. And now I'm getting thank yous, but I know the handwriting is her mother's handwriting and not her handwriting. So I know she's not, but she's cashing the checks, but she's not sending thank you. So her mother has to say thank you. It's in the same pen and the same handwriting. And I'm just like, what a... Am I going to have to go find my aunt and help her do better forgeries of her daughter so that every time I talk to my grandma, she doesn't start complaining about my cousin? Aren't your cousins like 13? (laughs) Some of them are. No, this cousin is my age. This cousin is 37. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, by the way, the other day I found out I'm not 37. I'm 36. Congratulations. You won. Yeah. I put my birthday... In one of those websites that's like, how old are you? It turns out I'm 36 and 11 months. I'm 36. Congratulations. You won. Thank you. I realize why I've been saying I'm 37. It's, It's a very funny age to say you're 37. You can get out of doing anything. You can be like, McDonald's, I'm 37 years old. You want me to go to the club? I'm 37 years old. Exercise and diet? I'm 37 years old. Go up, go get my physical. I'm 37. Like, for some reason, saying I'm 37 is like a get-out-of-jail-free card for anything. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I agree. I agree. You gotta be yeah. 37 like, two weeks, though. Yeah, but I'm 36. I'm a young, I'm a Zoomer. For the next two weeks, I'm 36, fam. I'm gonna go listen to Charlie XCX. Is she alive still? Wasn't she the I one that got shot at her own concert? I oh, that's know. insensitive mysterious. I do why you Charlie XCX did not get shot. Wait, did she get shot at her own Dude, concert? Dude, some oh, girl literally got shot and fucking killed. And if it's not Charlie X- XCX, then it's a different British chick. She got shot and literally fucking murdered at her own concert by a crazy fan. Okay, well, first off, it's very racist of you to assume that all British quote, chicks are the same. Well, British is not a fucking race, a stereo, so no, it isn't. (laughs) Okay, and B, what if I'm the bad guy? It's Billy Eilish. Yeah, exactly. Wait, what's the rest? I only know that from memes. The the rest of the song is... Yeah, yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm Waluigi, I'm racing the cart. You come for me and you eat on my fart. I'm the bad guy. See, there you go. That's a verbal meme. Take what I just said. Put it under things or over things. I'm a me, I'm a Zoomer memer over here. 36 years strong up in this piece. You could say bitch, it's fine. I don't like saying the B word. I wouldn't even say it during that fight with that crazy guy. B word. No, you did say bitch first, and then they told you to knock it off, and that's why you stopped saying it. So don't act like it was your moral impotence, you fuck, you liberal slimy fuck. Okay, first off, I think the phrase you're looking for is moral impetus. That's what I said. You said moral impotence, which is something that you suffer from. This is like the IRL version of correcting someone's grammar. Who gives a shit? How about you respond to the argument, you fuck? 
That's it for this week's podcast. <laughs> Look, the cherries are on my forehead now. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We hope, we hope you have fun every week. Come see us in Miami and Orlando on the 26th and 27th of July. Come see me in Texas on the 2nd and 3rd of August. You can get tickets to all of them, twitter.com slash stereos. Thank you so much. Oh, wait, Sriracha, you're going to be a brony con. Are you going to do a get-together, or have you just given up on that? I am. Okay, serious. Listen, here's how brony con works, all right? When you get there, things are decided. Because I don't live in Baltimore, so there's always some kind of big brony con meetup. I'll be at that. I'll tweet out where it is. I don't know which bar it is yet, because bronies are not spectacular planners. Yeah, okay. All right. We're... It'll be good. Come to Brian. Go meet her at the goddamn pony party. <laughs> go cover each other in, in glitter. Why don't you go get pony slime all over each other, you goddamn freaks? Anyway, Leave that's her. been it. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, boy.